False pull. Four, three, two, one. <laughs> Hello, internet friends, and welcome to episode number 160 of Final Boss TV. Today, of course, your Wild Gay rating show, the last show of 2017. There will be no more shows until 2018, maybe January 7th, maybe? We'll see if we're going to do some recap episodes for Legion uh, on the pure DPS classes and some healers and some tank stuff. But, well, it depends, because Battle for Azeroth might start in January. We get back to the New Year's, and there's, the Ian's like, never stop, won't stop. And there's Battle for Azeroth Alpha. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But today, we're talking about Methods World First. And I am your host. My name's Adam K, a.k.a. Bay. We had to move this show around. It's Friday at 6.14 p.m. right now. People always ask, why don't you do more shows in a week? It's literally because it's really difficult, and I've been sitting here working on the show for probably four hours. But we're going to get into this. We're going to have the first part of the show as the sort of standard questions and stuff I have prepared. And then the second half of the show after the break will be, of course, the live commentary with the kill video. Where we're all going to sync up and talk about it and whatever. And Vosi, he's the new guy on the show today, might meme really hard. We'll see. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Anything could happen. But I would not be sitting here making this show if it wasn't for all the support on Patreon the show is getting and growing. Thank you very much for that. If you want more of the show, you can go head over to the Patreon page down below the show notes. And there will be a little bit of an after show BTS for this show. Those are all right there. How many we have almost we have 30 after today as we'll have 30. You can go check those out if you want more podcasts. And of course, thank you to the assistant producers of the show. Truffles, Ludovicus, Tazlin, R4. Dalfir, Screws Loose, Mia Pow, and Druish. Thank you very much for your continued support. But all right. I said there was there was fresh meat on the show today. So I'm going to introduce him first because he's in a... Vosi, are you there? Hello? Hello? <laughs> Everybody? Hello, sir. Welcome to the show. Are you ready to... I mean, are, who's going to be made fun of more on the show? You or Roger? Mm, Roger, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... I'm just making sure, because Roger's been on the show. There, there he is. Hi, Roger. Welcome, welcome back for like the nineteenth time. No one is gonna make fun of me. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but hey, guys, good to be back. Excited to uh, talk about Argus. Yep. Sure. Are you sure, Argus? Once chat sees you on the screen, they're gonna want to talk about your bed sheets, Raj. That's all they're gonna want to do. What about my bed sheets? <laughs> normal bed sheets. I mean. <laughs> That's fine. Josh is also here. Hello, sir. Hey, bro. Are you ready? To, you're, you're, you're going to talk about how you solo healed and the other two healers on Mythic Argus actually basically, spoofed, right? Yeah, that's basically what I was doing on the fight. We don't, I don't like to brag, but solo okay. healing was pretty much the fight for me. All right, all right. Make, we're making sure. We're going to make sure we squelch all these rumors that are happening around that, that Method did not actually three tag, three heal. They three tag, one healed, right? Exactly. Okay. Just to get that right out the gate at the beginning of the show. That's what happened. All right. <laughs> that sounds fine to me. But I guess, I mean, welcome back. And, you know, we already made fun of Vosi a little bit. Just because we have to. Because Scott's not here. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to uh, say it. It's fine. It's fine. I take it. It's fine. I wasn't going to say anything. 
because we have we were on we were in this this place before so what was the date so july 31st was the mythic world first killed Jaden. so there's there's scott there's me before i had a beard who the hell is that guy there's josh in his place obviously he has moved and there's roger who had flipped his camera then and now it's flipped which is just totally gonna ruin everyone's disbelief but you do have different sheets roger that's why i was making fun of you where'd the yeah. blue and green ones go yeah i mean i have to change them at some point what can i say i have uh, my collection oh, okay i switched it around okay i ain't just making sure right because people are gonna freak out I, I didn't i didn't actually flip the camera i just moved everything in my room across, <laughs> yeah. is that what just you did to, yeah, yeah exactly okay i do that sometimes I don't know if I believe you or not, so, okay. That's totally fine. But I guess just open the show off with just, like, how is how is the method sphere right now? And um, how has the now the end of Legion is upon us outside of the possibility of all the, the stuff we have still? Because Ian just won't give up, right? This is just a totally different World of Warcraft we're living in now. Because you just finished. You were raiding at the time, but you were also PTR testing that you then were doing the, the world first race again. But then we have probably Alpha right after the holidays. So it just never stops, right? But I guess, Roger, you want to take us on the whirlwind of, of how Method is, has been traipsing around since Mythic killed Jaden into and Taurus? How have things been? Uh, right. So as um, the, between Kill Jaden and Argus, I don't think I've played more World of Warcraft in my life. Uh, because I literally had to wake up every day, do two or three swoops, as we call them, of Argus, the world quest, the rares, all of that, to try to get the dreaded Arcano crystal. And uh, apart from that, of course, we had the usual, keeping all your alts, uh, you know, up to date, doing heroic raids, getting all the gear for the eventual seven split runs that we did to get the maximum potential gear for uh, Mythic Progression. So it's been quite, quite exhausting, definitely, ever since the, what patch was it, 7.3? Or when was Argus introduced? That, that was like, up until that point, a lot of people were slacking off. But once that happened, I think everyone played, well, most of the people in Method played way too much. And now it's like the complete opposite where, okay, we finished progression. Now you don't have to do anything. You just do whatever you want. You play whatever character you want. You just, you know, I didn't even log in World of Warcraft for almost a week. Oh my gosh. Uh, after progression was over. Just take a break, you know, it's it's too much. So to to coattail I wanna I wanna coattail off that real quick just uh before Josh and Vosi answer because on the WoW progress page, because everyone always checks WoW progress over and over again. You had the world first kill of Argus n nine days ago, but where's there's no second kill, Roger? What what happened? I mean, we just didn't have good enough healing. I think. <laughs> Wait. What can you? Uh, what can I say? Uh, I mean, that wasn't quite common? the issue. So the first time, well, the first two times we <laughs> killed uh, Agrimar, which is what we got stuck on. We couldn't kill Agrimar this week. Um, we had Roger Grip doing the support role where he just like control the ads on his Death Knight tank and he was really good at it, right? But this week he got a bit loot horny or something. I don't know. Didn't work out so well for him. Um, he mm -hmm. stayed on his hunter and we wiped there for three, three and a half, four hours. Um, you know, I thought Method was about team play, about friendship and stuff like that when I joined, but I guess that, you know, selfishness rules at the end of the day. So we didn't re kill Argus this week, no. So, first of all, you're saying that. 
you needed me to carry you through the fight. And you yeah, basically, yeah, I, absolutely, yeah, actually, oh, we do. That, please, what, what I, please, just I, play I, your death knight on the fight. What I want to add to this was, is that I played my hunter, yes, because I thought we could have killed the boss. It, it's not really that hard. But every try that was going good, I was just ticking down. I used my exhilaration, I used my hellstone, I even popped my turtle just for the 30% reduction, and I didn't get one heal. One heal. What is it? What was the heals, Josh? No, we were missing Zerubs, weren't we? Yeah, we were nah, missing Zerubs. Yeah, Zerubs was gone. That was it. The healing officer left. Healing officer abandoned. It was healing his fault, not mine. Zerubs is carrying the healing. Roger Grip, the the strats, and the, you know the mechanics. What are you doing? I, I'm gonna actually. Be all right that's a bit too bm but yeah basically uh, the reason why i didn't want to go on roger grip just so everyone understands i was doing the the gripping action with my death knight mm -hmm. uh, but there's an important thing after you're done with progression if you keep doing a certain job on uh, specific fights then that's never going to change you're going to be stuck doing it until the ends of days like you're gonna like every week it would be oh Roger log your DK for this boss. So from my experience, I've learned that it's better to cut it instantly. You know, if you're if you do not plan on doing it every time, then just say, you know, that's it. I'm not doing it anymore, and you know adjust the strategy early on rather than having it dragging it uh, across you know months and months. So that's mm. my, uh, my reason. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. I I yeah, I, I, strategy, yeah. I what can if I do the same on Argus, Roger. I mean coming my boomy every week instead of a mage. Mm. I could do it actually. Uh, see, this is <laughs> this is officer privilege uh, happening right here. That, this is that, actually I could do it as well. That mm, <laughs> is so telling. <laughs> your mate, your mate is your main alt. My DK yeah, it is. was not main alt, it was just an alt. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. I found the loophole. There we go. Cheers. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I want to be an officer, mate. Kiss <laughs> Batman. Okay. That that hmm was so telling. But I guess that in, in the same sense, because we you had a different story, Josh, when we were on here for the July show, right? Because you had only recently joined. So now how has your experience been? Leading up since, to now, since KJ, well, since KJ, um, yeah, yeah, we lost, uh, we lost two healers. We lost the healing officer and another healer. Uh, took a six-month break, um, basically. So we lost two healers. So we had to get some new healers in, and then it's just exactly what I just said, just kind of grinding. Luckily, as a healer, Arcano Crystal isn't actually that sick for the class I play, so I didn't have to do the whole Arcano grind thing, which is quite nice. Uh, but I mean, you still got to get AP on a couple of characters and stuff. It was just a big grind, whatever. I mean, actually, for the officers and stuff, you know, when they have to do all that and figure out tactics and shit, it's a lot to do. So, uh, for healers, I don't think it was as bad as for DPS or whatever. Hmm. I, I guess I want to expound upon that. Did you... Was there really some, like, big call to arms for the DPS to forcibly grind out Arcana Crystal RNG? Was that a decision the guild made? Because that seems a little bit... Well... It depends on each person, I guess, but I'm playing a lot of the game. And if I was not doing this, then when we were raiding at night, people like Roger, for example, were like, uh, mate, you're playing a lot, but you're not doing swoops to get the Arcano. What are you doing, actually? I never and said that. I well, you're in that team, yeah? What? 
I was the you only fought, guy defending. No. What? Were you? Were you actually? Yeah, maybe you were. Oh, it was deep hits mainly, yeah. But at some point, people with Ikeno was like, yeah, you have to farm to get it. And I was like, yeah, I'm farming, but I don't get it. I just don't get it. It's full random. And they were not trusting me. So I had to do it with proof. And I did it until the end. And I didn't get it at all. Finally, I got it on my mage. So I got in Argus. That's why. That's You're just trying. Is the 910. I, I know that this always comes up with like the min maxing of DPS and whatnot, but with the trinkets that you guys had available to you, because of course you did like 37 splits of heroic, was it that much worked out that you felt like you had to do all the DPS needed, Arcano plus X trinket from the new raid? Like that was. Was that enough of like the math behind what the officers had figured out for strat wise? Because at least based on, I'm not going to bring up Scott's tweet that he posted. I brought that up on the state of the the, the mythic state of uh, Antorus episode two episodes ago, but where he had his little graph of like all the bosses and then Agrimar and then Argus, right? Mm. Did you feel like you had to work out that was the DPS you guys were trying to figure out that much math that you made that as a, a because chat's talking about like how obviously you know you'd be in method you'd probably ruin the game for many of you but you guys look at it differently but that is one thing i wasn't didn't expect that you were swoops <laughs> for for a cano farming yeah so okay so the swoops the thing with the swoops mm -hmm. is that they were good for everything it was good uh, for getting the trinkets and you couldn't just get the arcano crystal i think most classes even the healers would probably use a lot of the stat sticks as long as they proc'd really high. Sure. And it, the, the chance of getting a stat stick is pretty high to begin with because there's so many of them in the game. Uh, so you could get like a 940 socket, uh, you know, haste uh, agi trinket and it would be okay. So you had a decent chance of getting something good if you kept going at it. I think I opened probably close to 200 trinkets. So it was pretty high. I got some stat six as well. Uh, so you have that one. Uh, that uh, then you have also the AP, which was really good AP, doing all the uh, all the every mini boss that you killed, the uh, rare boss, mm -hmm. any box, uh, world quest, all of that gave you good AP. Um, and you also got a pretty good chance of getting a legendary because again the rares, the chests, they did drop legendaries. I got a couple of them uh, through that. So I mean. If you don't need any of those three things, I mean, I don't know how you were so lucky to get all the Legos that you needed, have all the EP that you need. Okay, some people only needed one spec, 75, but mm -hmm. a lot of people had to get two specs uh, up to 75. Right. And the trinkets, you, you have best trinkets? No. So most people, it was good for them to do the, the swoops. And it was up to everyone. I mean, for me, Arcano Crystal is super insane compared to everything else. So I had to get it to stay relevant DPS-wise. Other classes like rogues, they don't really need that. So, you know, it depended a bit on the class. You, we didn't like say, okay, these five people need to get Arcano. It was just like everyone who feels like they need it, they need to go and get it themselves. We didn't tell people to go and get it specifically, except for Vossi. Uh, That's so just, that was it. Yeah. I think every every show we've interviewed, and all of Legion has either been you guys or the Exorcist boys, there's always been something, a new little push development, I suppose, that always comes into play. And 
that's a different one, I, I guess. And the way the game is right now, I get it, right? The getting to 75, like we had the, everyone had to get their mains to 75 before Mythic Day. And then all your ults needed at least 72, I want to say, because that last three levels actually is a pretty big push because AK wasn't maxed by then. But, okay, that's a different one. Uh, these are all things, this sort of compounds on a topic that I'll bring up in a moment. So we'll talk about that more later. But then I guess, Vosa, you want to introduce yourself as the fresh meat, at least for the show purposes from, from Method standpoint. What's your your background in the guild and uh, what do you play in? We know, we know Boomkin Mage, but how many other Boomkins and Mages do you have for your 17 alts though, obviously? Well, hello everyone. I'm Vosi. I'm here in Method since 10 months now, I think, uh, in February. And I did uh, TOS and Antares of them. And I'm playing yeah, Boomkin and Mage, but I can play like every caster, kinda. The guild needs actually, and yeah, I played. I I, I think I played mage on TOS. Then I ended up as a boomkin, and this time I played boomkin all along, and I ended up as a mage. So I guess it's a good choice to have the like both classes. I guess at least mage because sometimes we need some immunities and shit. So yeah, that's it. That's what I'm also a streamer, by the way. If you guys didn't know, and I'm streaming a lot in French, sadly for you. Yeah, that was the different. We have bring that up in the the pre-show that apparently his English isn't that good, which Josh just waved off. But and then of course, yeah, you speak French, but you're not actually French. No, I'm not. I'm Belgian. Um, oh. yeah, there's three different languages in Belgium: German, uh, Dutch, and French, obviously. Okay. And yeah, I speak French. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Kena. He's a streamer, by the way. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> I, I would at this point almost think like how many people in Method don't stream. I would imagine few comparatively to other guilds, which I guess I, I'll I can bring that up as we transition over to Antorus specifically, because the unspoken rule of well not really unspoken five kills or two resets before a kill video comes out which mm -hmm. specifically your kill video launched when there was only three, even though the day you launched it, like three more happened, right? But because of streaming, I, mean, I talked to Scott about this at BlizzCon, and we talked about this on the show back in July. Do you think, how is that changing the landscape for like the world first race specifically now? Anything you want to go into detail on that, Roger? Will Method be streaming in the future or? I mean, as you said, I think in the past it was more, it made more sense to wait with releasing the kill video until five guilds have killed it. Mm -hmm. Now when you see, for example, like when we released it, I think the, there was this, uh, the Chinese guild, they were at like 5% or something. They were wiping around 5%. So it's not like they, oh, I see the video and now I can insta kill it. They probably won't even change many things. So, and most of the people have seen most of the fight at, already. It's not like the old days where pretty much no one streamed it that was actually going to kill the boss uh, soon. So it, I, I guess that's why we released the video earlier than usual, uh, because it really doesn't make much sense waiting. Now for the future, I don't know, honestly, next expansion, the guild hasn't really discussed about this. It is a possibility, I guess, that we just 
stream the whole thing. But um, I'm not the guy who's going to make that decision, obviously. Sure. We'll see. If it makes sense, I guess we'll do it. If it doesn't make sense and we want to go super hard still, then it's going to be one of the same, like like the past. This is so the devil's advocate of that, too. And I'm not trying to, I'm not like throwing shade, firing shots, or, or you know, or poking fun. But obviously, Sloot streams everything with his guild. And there's something to be said about not having that extra pressure or, in a way, the hundreds, if not thousands of people hearing the discussions that happen. Because it gets a little tense, mm -hmm. is the best word I can put it lightly. So, for that curve. So, I, 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 don't, I wonder if, it's, if it almost hurts the scene a little bit when it's at that high of a... If, if it was any higher level than... Than there, right? Because we have like 10 kills now, and the Chinese obviously a very different dynamic. <laughs> One more person off the boss than they had last wipe. Everyone just loses their damn minds. So, but I wonder, <clears throat> I wonder if that would be because you have like bindings that go on behind the scenes and discussions and topics and 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 jokes and and shit talking and it's all kind of wrapped up. I wonder if it wouldn't yeah, work so, very well. Uh, that is true. I think I saw some clips of some tilt happening mm. uh, on stream when people were streaming their progression. But um, there is there are some ways to sort of deal with it by, for example, not having TeamSpeak or Discord or whatever guilds are using uh, sound on uh, the stream. Sure. And And then, you know, the streamer can speak to his stream to keep some interaction but you don't have everything like if someone doesn't want to be heard from uh the rest of the world then they can have their privacy and sh shit talk as you say all they want mm -hmm. or whatever uh that is an option to avoid any of that let's say drama i don't know i don't know what you can do it is a bit less uh, viewer friendly. I, I bet every viewer that watches the streams, they just love that drama. I mean, mm. why not? <laughs> you watch that, you're like, oh shit, they're fighting. <sighs> so, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you, depends how much you care about the world first, I think. That's what it comes down to. Okay. Uh, I mean, for me, like, I know personally, when I stream, even if I'm like not, because generally, you know, you talk, you talk with chat a bit, but even if you're like trying not to talk with chat, you're just focusing on your age, you're still kind of, it's still in the back of your mind, you're, re you're reading it, you know, like you're aware that you're being watched like on a camera. So you, I just play like way worse on stream, like outright. And I think a lot of people like to varying extents, you know, the average like performance of the red group would just take a huge hit if everyone streamed, or like even if half the red streamed, you know, because it's just all those little distractions would add up and you'd probably spend a lot more wipes mm -hmm. on silly little things. Uh, I mean, the, the biggest thing, obviously, the why world first progress is in stream right now is tactics. You know, if uh, if the guild you're competing against can just see that any tactic you're doing, they could be 20% behind you. They see that you're doing a sling successfully. They just copy it, and then they're right where you are. You know, it'll, it'll mean that you can never really get a significant advantage over them through tactics. It's pretty much just going to come down to, like, who has the best execution or DPS or healing or whatever, which I think is, like, kind of sad because, I, I mean, I'm not involved in the tactic element at all, but, like... Uh, I think it's interesting that tactics do play such a large role in who actually gets the kill. Yeah, I agree on what you said. You can definitely see if someone is streaming, like Joss, like if he's streaming or not, the performance, <laughs> you can instantly tell. <laughs> it's especially Josh, yeah? Damn! Yeah. Especially that's Josh. Only Josh. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 that's right. I mean, when he's not streaming, I do not need one heal. When he is streaming, 
I yell for the heels, you know. Mm. Well, he's a new streamer as well. I'm streaming for a long time now, so maybe you'll get used to Wait, it. Do you stream Bossy? Yeah, I do. He's what a streamer too, by the way. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm sorry, I'm just joking. Yeah. Okay. I want to throw that, that, that topic right back to you, Josh, because you, you touched on it barely there. And it took 19 days, so two full resets to down Mythic Kill Jaden, right? The difference in heinous, just unabated RNG every single pull versus the eight days, one reset to kill Argus. 320 wipes on Mythic Argus, 654 on Mythic Kill Jaden. Do you want to like talk about the differences that made that possible? Just yeah. sure. So Kill Jaden initially, obviously for the first like 150, 250 pulls was in the like everyone kind of aware of it now, the ridiculous state of being, you know, quote unquote unkillable, just something just a ridiculous fight, right? Um after that it was pretty reasonable, you know, it was perfectly killable. Um but it's a much more mechanical fight. And I think that's why you saw like average wipe counts for guilds not really dropping off very heavily. You know, like we took 654 pulls. If you subtract the 200 to the state, it was kind of ridiculous in, you know, most guilds still had like 300, 400, 500 wipes for like many months on Kill Jaden because it was like really mechanics heavy and you can't outgear mechanic heavy fights. Whereas Argus specifically, I think is a fight that will be outgeared much, much quicker. Um, as for the actual difficulty of them, uh, it was... I mean, Argus was just a bit easier, obviously. Uh, week one, I'd say Argus was, like, a pretty good fight, but because it is affected so much by gear, like, it was noticeable week two how much easier it had become. And I think I think 300 wipes is, like, about right for a final boss, in my opinion. I don't know. I think it's... 600 was way too much, but I think 300 felt fair. The only issue with the tuning of this raid was the bosses before Argus. Argus was chewed, like, fine. Okay. I was I was getting corrected by Mama in chat by Dari because apparently the website says it took 320 wipes to unmake, but that was 320 pulls. It was 319 wipes, but there's a typo on your website. So I I did check my facts and the website's right here too. Look, it's right there. I damn okay. <laughs> so making sure. I mean, I had to look at the stats right. Because, yeah, 654 wipes, 19 days for KJ. And 11 days, 248 wipes for Gul'dan. Only three days for Helia. No wipe counter on that one. And, of course, the 18 hours for Xavius. So it's a, it's a really quick one. Kind of okay, because only three bosses. And Gul'dan felt good, and so did... I'd put Gul'dan and, um, from the outside looking in, Gul'dan and Argus in a similar category, right? Enough RNG... Fight feels good, very controlled, but not the ridiculousness that Mythic Kill Jaden was, right? Mm, I don't think Gul'dan had a lot of RNG, actually. It was just, pretty... Just a little bit. Just like, who gets the marks, right? Basically. And who gets the, uh, the debuffs or yeah. where... The, yeah, but that's just enough. Way less than Argus, definitely. Oh, yeah. I can say. Last phase Argus for the final sort of 50 pulls was literally just us rolling dice. Like, I'm not even exaggerating that. It was very literally. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, people still fail and stuff. You know, it wasn't like it was entirely to the gods if, if we kill it or not. But like okay. a good a good portion of pulls was thrown away because we got RNG that was borderline unhealable. Well, you're the... Okay, well, the borderline unhealable, you guys three healed. So you're the one in the kill video that, of course, will break down after the second half of the show starts. That was like, well, this is so easy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was just quite happy there. It wasn't of course. Easy, <laughs> of course. Pretty well, when you watch a kill video, though, after you guys have done it so many times, everything does feel very controlled. In the moment, of course, last week, you probably didn't feel that way. 
But when you watch the kill video, rose tinted goggles, you're looking at it and everything's like, oh, they moved here specifically. Like one person died early, but even like fessed up to it, like accountability. Everyone was like moving the right places. Everything looked really coordinated. But I would assume that just becomes the muscle memory builds over 300 plus wipes. So. But that's uh, this. Go ahead, Raj. Yeah, uh, just um, well, on that, I must say that the individual skill required to deal with the mechanics on Argus was not that high uh, compared to other bosses. Mm. Uh, you didn't need, let's say, the coordination that you needed on Kill Jaden to soak up all the Armageddons. Um, you didn't need to, I don't know, it was pretty much the same every time. Yes, you could get like a bomb or a soul blade and you had to move out and people sometimes fucked up with that. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, messed <laughs> up. Fine. Uh, but comparing it to pre other uh, end tier bosses, it wasn't that hard on a personal skill level. The hard part mainly was figuring out the strategy, uh, playing the odds, basically. We did a lot of uh, quick maths, which we'll get to later, I guess, when we check the video. And um, it was it, it really is a gear check, in a sense. Uh, if like the boss will become way easier with more gear mm -hmm. because uh, it's ba the, the last phase is the only hard part. You get to the last phase pretty easily. I think we got to the last phase in 100 pools, maybe, I don't know, like the second day or the first day even that we... Like, day on... two. We, we were in phase three on day two. Yeah, Thursday. So, okay, we reached it on Wednesday very late at night and then Thursday we went in phase uh, three. So, oh yeah, and by the way, something I want to say about the wipe count is yeah. because you reached the last phase pretty much every time um, and you didn't have, like, if someone dies, everyone gets resurrected, right? And then they die again and then they res again on the tree. So you didn't have a lot of wipes in phase one and phase two. Oh, someone died, uh, we cannot do it wipe because you know that you're going to just res. True. So that meant that we reached phase three almost every pool at some point. And you have that intermission that takes up one minute plus, like one minute, 15 seconds. And having that extra segment every single try means that you do less tries. Just to explain why on Kill Jaden, we wiped within like one minute. But on Argus, when we wiped, it was usually like five, six minutes in. That's why you see like uh, also the numbers like 320 wipes versus 640. Uh, just want to touch a bit on that. So the, the tries were definitely longer and it felt a bit more, ex like it felt to me that we pulled the boss more times than we actually did. Okay. Because there's the community perception versus like the mythic guilds understanding, right? And the big thing that, that came out that, you know, S Scott sort of helped propagate was the overtuned, undertuned madness. And this whole... Uh, that these top guilds apparently, for some reason, I don't know why this is still a thing. I think you guys are under-geared. I don't understand why they think that. Because the the realm that you guys live in with split raids. Because you, you're going in with, in some cases, some players only have five eye levels lower than the gear that is dropping from the boss you're killing. Right? So you're not very under-geared. Under-geared is being 15 eye levels below the curve that you're going into. But that's not a thing that happens... With you guys because you clear six seven heroics and then do the same thing on the week with the reset after you push through all the the garbage bosses i guess as you might call them even though this this was a really interesting day one where eight bosses died day one and then the eu guys wake up 
and didn't exorcist tweet just the thinking emoji that was it so so how does that i guess that the split rating madness and the community perception like do you have anything to sp i was gonna throw this over to, to vosi if he wanted to to tackle this this little hazelnut and crack it open because there's just like a just squelch yep. this. I don't know what to say to it anymore because I get asked about it a lot because I interview the World First Guilds. Like, they're, you guys are undergeared. Like, do you feel like you were behind the ball at any point in time during progression? Well, I mean, at the end, we even, like, took some characters we didn't, like, gear up that much, you know? Like, we took some mages uh, that were not, like, really well geared. So it was not a gear problem, I guess, on Argus. And yeah, you want me to talk about the split rates, right? Like if it's good or not, or N. That's the next topic I wanted to dive into, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so in Manapin, it won't, like, they're not going to stop it. Like, it's going to be worth all the time, and it won't change, I think, unless they, like, say that we can only do the raid once a week, I think. And even if they remove the sets, like the tier bonuses, I mean, uh, we're gonna still do it, I guess, for the trinkets, I guess, and the weapons. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're gonna do it for those items. Anyway, like it will keep going. Yeah, we well, won't stop it ourselves. Wait, you touch on tier sets. If you don't know, tier sets are leaving in Battle for Azeroth, but we you still have the Azerite gear pieces. Right? So shoulders, helm, chest. Yeah. And as Vosi said, which is the scariest thing that people are just forgetting about, Ian confirmed that, you know, the Titan forging war forging system's not changing, and weapons are coming back, so some specs really perform better with better weapons than others, unless they change how combat works. So we're back to that madness. So I don't, I don't know... Because that, that, that ties into the question of, you know, why, you know, chat was asking earlier why you brought certain specs and classes or whatever. And then maybe that goes back to the swoops and the gearing you guys had for, for what who has what. But certain classes and specs will always be better every raid, depending on balancing. But now you come into this fact of that they're not going to squelch split raiding in any way. So you're going to run them because of weapon RNG now, too. And stacking Azerite gear on your players. So it's not changing anything. It's not changing it, it's just making it a ton easier for the officers to actually do the split raids and... Mm. Uh, yeah. Because we have spreadsheets and we need to figure out who goes in which group to not have conflict with the gear, correct? Now, the issue is that there is a possibility that at some point, like you kill the first five bosses with three or four mains in that group and then on the sixth boss let's say king garroth because it was a spicy one uh, because the caster trinket is there we switched one player to another group and then a, another player to a different group and we did like all kinds of switches uh to accommodate for all of that and the main problems were usually okay trinkets but honestly not that much it was usually relics like try to argus splits where there's no conflict when the boss drops literally every single relic mm -hmm. um, and tier tokens so because those two things are going away it will actually make it so much simpler that you just put basically a cloth a leather a male and a plate guy and that's it you just go 
and make sure to have like a healer in a melee dps uh, a tank and a caster dps like some kind of mix of that and you just go like they, they don't share any loot easy peasy no need to stress it out you if you could see all the spreadsheets that we did for this progression all the <laughs> i believe it all the conditional formatting that went down on those spreadsheets with the color coding and all of that <sighs> hours and hours uh of uh, looking at the spreadsheets yeah we saw the, the show i'm talking about we, we dive into this more for almost the entire show this was uh, episode 158, where we brought on Preheat, Kana, and Blue. We talked about this, and Kana couldn't bring any of your spreadsheets on, but we saw, like, Blue and Preheats in, in that, and that was just a ridiculous amount. And I, I have some in my guild, and we only do one split, right? So we do two runs of each. And even that is still tedious. So doing it on a huge scale, when you are over the course of these split raids moving around and making sure you're itemizing over a thousand pieces of loot <laughs> sure why not right mm -hmm. but well i mean chat brings up too that for battle for azeroth they're looking at ways to approach split rating or solutions to it even though the soft solution i'm gonna put air quotes up ian's soft solution was the paragon trinkets right now the path of the titan ones Golgoneths, Vitality, etc. But that didn't, didn't solve anything. If anything, it made you guys run an extra split because you guys had seven, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I'm, I'm not sure. But I guess the thoughts or suggestions regarding now versus what you're hoping for in, in battle from your opinion. I don't know if Josh or, or Vosu wanted to expound upon this. I mean, there's a... There's a couple of ways they could. I mean, the best way would just be to make I don't know, make it so Blizzard kind of put the leaderboards or whatever up. Like you know, wire progress Raider IO. Now it's it's Blizzard's leaderboard, and then any guild who does splits is banned. You know, I mean that would be the that would be the best way I think. But <laughs> well, yeah, right. The thing is, with almost all gameplay ways, people are just gonna you know, if you limit it per account, okay, now I just buy seven World of Warcraft accounts. You know, if you make it personal week one, now I just play seven priests instead, and then whichever priest gets the new insane trinket or insane force, I just make that my main or something. You know. Like there's in terms of gameplay plus solutions, there's ways around pretty much all of them. So, I mean, Blizzard, assumedly a clever company, you know, I'm sure they can figure out something. But a lot of solutions, I think it's difficult to find a solution that not only works but doesn't impact the like vast amount of more casual players because you, you don't want to force those players to like run personal loot week one or two, you know, if they if they don't want to, if it impacts them, whatever. So, honestly, I think the one. Sorry to interrupt, but the mm -hmm. one thing that they can at least fix, the one thing, is make it so that if you got loot from Mythic, from a specific boss, you cannot get loot from the same boss in Heroic or Normal mode. If they just did that, at least we wouldn't have to run Heroic splits in the Mythic week. Because mm. we basically wasted a full, like, one and a half day to make the groups. At, like, Sunday, we run four Heroic splits in the Mythic week. And then Monday, we run another two. So I, that, that's the, the, the biggest tilter. When you're in progress, you're fighting a boss, and you're like, ah, should I go to heroic splits now? We would nice to get a couple of extra high level. Maybe, you know, maybe they nerf the boss later as well, for us, I mean, specifically, which they did. Uh, at least if that was gone, that would be a step forward. But uh, yeah, the other thing, like completely removing heroic splits, yeah. I don't know if they can do it. I think, yes, there is an issue of if you do personal loot only, 
then I will go and make seven hunters, supposedly. But I think that would mainly be for the first tier. It wouldn't re like no right human like with his head, you know, would um, actually continue to gear up seven hunters throughout the whole expansion. Right. And but at the start, you might do it for the first tier because there's not much loot to get. Mm. Um, before the raids, but after that, if you have all the mythic gear on that character, are you really gonna have a second character hunter with full gear? Uh, I don't know. So it could be a soft solution. I'm not convinced that it's the best one, but yeah, that's an interesting one. I, that is a soft change, which again, it's all in the hands of Blizzard to do that. The suggestion I bring up a lot of the times too, which would make loot really boring but eliminate splits entirely is that everything's a currency, which would be really, really bad. It was super, super boring and lame, I guess, but heroic has its own currency, mythic has its own currency. So you physically just can't get more than one token per heroic boss, period, right? You can't, so splits doesn't do anything because you gain nothing for that because you just gain a currency, right? But they're not going to change something that drastic because... I'm just going to go on the table real quick here. I'm going to Vosi first. Do you like doing split raids? Uh, well, I'm the kind of person that loves having a lot of characters and playing mm -hmm. a lot of characters like okay. on the whole expansion. So, I mean, on farm, it's quite good, but obviously on like in each raid, you're not on the main. You feel like, okay, I'm doing this for the guild, yeah? But you right. don't really want to do it because you want your main to be geared and like you're waiting. For example, if you're in the like the last raid, you have to do the whole six splits before, and you're waiting for the seventh one to get your gear. And yeah, it's that's really good during uh, the speed raids. But yeah, on farming, I love it. Josh, oh, I, two three splits is kind of fun. You play a couple of characters, you know. But the I don't know the breakpoint's different for each person. You know, some people think like two is too much. Some people think four is too much. But seven is. I think everyone agrees seven is is just too much. So no, not no one is like this. And then Roger, you, last up, you're the officer I, here, huh? You gotta you gotta play your your bloody EK though. You gotta you carry. You absolutely know? love the splits. It's the best thing. Waking <sighs> up, thinking that I have to do four heroic splits. And there's going to be 10 bosses that we're going to kill in each raid because we had killed Argus's before. And I did the math. It is 420 loots that I had to distribute as a master looter. Oh, nothing better than to wake up and think about that during progress week. It's the best. I, I, you know, hmm. Hit me up with more. 10, 11. Ah. Keep going. I, <laughs> everyone make one of each class. Let's just do it. Okay, I, that, that's the question I wanted to get out there, too, and have that hopefully permeate. Blizzard has openly said they don't like it either, and it has been a system that, historically, they created with limited attempts in Wrath of the Lich King. They did this to, to you guys, right, at the top end, but just to reiterate again that it's been a couple expansions of this in a row, and it's getting a little shenanigan-y, but... But yeah, so I have that, like, backlog stats... Before you guys killed Mythic, killed Jaden, you had up to like 18 full heroic clears of TOS in two weeks. So yay, right? <laughs> you had Great. probably a little less than that, it sounds like, if you did seven the first week and six the second during progression, six during. 
seven mm -hmm. before. Yep. So a little less. Yeah. And that's still gross. But I get in all of that loot. This is right. Remember, this is Ian's solution with the Path of the Titans system. Did you actually have enough Paragon trinkets to activate the buffs when you killed Argus for the world first? No, 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 no. We didn't. We could have had, we we could have had four or five in the red, right? Like we had the option to, but it just it wasn't worth it with that few. You know, for it to be worth sure. it for a lot of people, we needed like I think fifteen on on some people. Like yeah, right. that's it. And you didn't even have one legendary trinket, right? But there's only like seven in the world or whatever right now, apparently, according to Reddit. Well, really, seven. Something like well, that. There, there was an armory yeah, scan yeah. that was posted that it's like a 0.14% drop rate based on kills or something. Absolutely. Okay, so fun systems, right? You know, whatever. But I had one from my chat uh, that actually had it yesterday, joined my group. But no, we didn't have any legendary trinkets. I think the main problem also was that uh, only one of our healers got it. And if you don't have the legendary one, uh, you kind of need to have one of each right. of the other ones to proc it. And the only healer that had it, I think, was Gauzy, and he didn't want to use it. So that's a problem. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, I think that the trinket system, for me, it's kind of a meh system. I really don't like it. And I think it's meant to be there to eventually... They, they, they won't nerf the bosses, probably, as yeah. much as they did. And then we'll just let the trinkets do their work and like eventually it will help soft nerf the, the encounters by getting the 1000 eye level trinkets and the paragon procs, all of that. Oh no, it definitely is. The, but for no. progression, it's really irrelevant. Um, mm -hmm. The legendary trinket, I think, is a complete disaster. I remember Ian. I mean, I remember Ian. He was specifically asked this question in a Q and A, and he said, ah, "We don't want to really say everything how it's going to work. What do you need to know it? I just leave a little bit of uh, flavor for to to experience it as it comes. It's not going to impact your progress." And yeah, he was right. It doesn't impact my progress, but it's not like some secret weird way to get it. It's just a zero point zero zero percent chance to get it. I, okay, that's not really exciting. Even like, if you compare it to uh, the old ways of legendaries like Black Temple, the, the Warglaves, they were not the 0.001% chance to drop. Or at least give us out some math. Uh, like, what is actually the chance? Is there yeah. bad luck protection? Does it drop with a higher chance in Mythic compared to Heroic, compared to Normal Mode? Because right now, what I think most people do, which is also a bit stupid, if you ask me, is... Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll just kill normal mode Argus with every single character that I have every single week just to increase my odds of getting it. Plus, you get the little upgrade the uh, 5i levels thingy. Yep. Is that what they intended with this system? That you just do normal mode Argus every week? Well, we did it on Archimon, mate. You remember? We had to do it for class trinkets and even legendary upgrade as well. We had it on yeah. Archimon as well. So Right, but the, the legendary item itself like okay the legendary upgrade system and yeah upgrade yeah okay yeah. but it, it's something that you can get i'm literally going in there and waiting to win the lottery that's basically it we're going in and yeah. we see oh, did someone become a billionaire today that's 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 when this weird back and forth with all of legion and their whole entire loot mantra about what is a reward versus what is a prize so hopefully that gets 
turned down quite a bit in battle because it has permeated many of my shows over the past year. So we'll have to wait, wait and see. But just to touch one more time on, on Argus Mythic, was there anywhere near as many hot fixes or changes you guys were experiencing directly back and forth with Blizzard when you were progressing? Because there were paragraphs of fixes that were posted for Mythic Kill Jaden, but I don't think there was that many for, for Argus. Much better put together encounter overall. Roger? Oh, me again. Damn. Sure. Uh, no, there was almost none, actually. The only couple of changes that they did was the phase three instead of starting like the boss healed up right at 40 mm percent -hmm. he transitioned and then he healed up to 66 percent and then they nerfed it down to 60 percent they also did a minor tweak on the enrage timer it used to be 10 minutes 30 they changed it to 11 minutes mm. um i don't think that changed much i think we killed it like we could have killed it i think even with the 10 30 enrage I don't know. They didn't really know exactly what needed to be nerfed, I think. It was more the HP the problem rather than raids, basically. Anyways, and uh, they also did a slight nerf to the debuffs. You have the, the fear and the raids debuffs, you know, the or as the, as my uh, the streams that I was watching, the Asian streams, they call it sad face and angry face. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, and they don't tick as fast anymore. They used to tick, I think, every 0.5 seconds, and now they tick every 0.75 seconds. So it gives you that little extra, you know, 0.25 seconds to go close to someone or to move away from someone and not get the extra tick, which you don't see it instantly, but you feel it because there is less debuffs suddenly in the in the raid. Yeah, let's bring up but, the post. Uh, Way less nerfs than uh, Kill Jaden, and way less impactful nerfs, I would say, as well. Okay, the, the HP nerf in Phase 3 was a bit decent, like 10% nerf to the HP in Phase 3. But everything else, I mean, very minor compared to everything else. To, to Kill Jaden, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, December 8th and December 11th, those are the only oh, ones. Oh, right, I see. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah. Also, they changed the little orbs. Uh, that's true, I forgot about this. The orbs, when you're dead in the last phase, they stayed for an extra five seconds, I think, before they disappeared. But that doesn't really matter. Honestly, that whole Titan forging mechanic was pretty meh. I would imagine it means more in Mythic, because you get, like, one stack of Inheroke and he dies, right? And did you get more... I don't know, we'll see in the kill video when we break it down. Did you get more than one stack in Mythic, though? I think you may have gotten two at the end. I don't know, but the way it works, I mean, I don't know if you want to explain it right now. Uh, the way it works is even if you go to two stacks, as you say it, uh, you drop down to one stack pretty quickly. Um, but I don't know. Do you want me to get into it now? Or they don't, well, I they think don't, it's better if we discuss it later. Yeah, we'll make it in the kill video. That's fine. Yeah, because we'll see it on the week or as it pop up. So that's not a big deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But... I wanted to make sure that I brought this up too. I'm the website I'm looking at, of course, on method.gg. This is the website you can bookmark this. It has all of the progression for every single raid, uh, every single expansion. They're all listed right up here if you want to grab that and keep that for the future, of course. Battle will be added right over here when that gets all set up. But you can go back and look at all the kill videos and all the different things that were happening during each of the tiers if you want to go back in the timeline. And it goes all the way back to vanilla as well 
And then, of course, the actual mythic raid race timeline, which right now it's up to like over 11 pages where it has all the updates and all the different kill videos and when they get posted. And of course, the the top fives as they get worked out and the top tens will be posted here. And then like any any of like the drama bits that come up get all kept up right here on methods. The progression race, the world first race that always happens every single tier. So you can go check those, the resources you guys have built in there to keep up with everything is really nice. Looks like a great website, yeah. yeah it's I'll a, check well, it out. What about this one? What about Raider.io? This is a pretty good website too, right? They have their own way of tracking all the things. Because some of the yeah, statistics... What? Go they ahead. showed me as marksmanship. Did they uh, really? Yeah. Well, I, I manipulated them to show it. Oh, come on. Yeah, dude. That's yeah. how it works. Like, wow, progress in Raider Riot. I've seen a lot of people, like, not understand this. They have zero clue what spec you played, like, at all. You can make them say whatever you want them to say. Like, so people were, like, <laughs> uh, people were arguing with me. They were saying, we didn't three tank the fight. You know, we just, people just, like, messed with their armies. They were saying, like, oh, no, Method didn't three tank it. I'm sitting there thinking, well, wait till the video. Like, Yeah. Because it's all proved there. But, but, yeah, when all the wow progress or Raider IO scans come out, everyone always goes, like, they only three healed? Nah, someone changed the spec before it got scanned. So, yeah, the spoofed spec stuff is always really weird. I kind of feel like that's a dying joke. What you get scanned is what is the kill. So, especially all those, um, the early Coven kills where there was zero melee. Those were fun to look at, but. <laughs> yeah, those weren't uh, forged. They, they, those were legit. That's yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you would bring a melee, actually, in that fight. Wow. Or hunters, apparently, though, because they just die all the time. That's the thing that just recently came up, though, about, like, the survivability of hunters. It's unfortunate. It's, I, mean, I play an enhancer shaman. I feel you. <laughs> I have a 30-minute immunity. It's real good. But I guess the last topic I'll bring up here real quick is... Did you feel more of the pressure for the World First race this time around? Because the raid was, if, if easier or less rng dependent that you actually like were getting to it and other guilds were right behind you or did you always feel that you were still in the lead i don't know who wants this question because there could be some i don't know what you guys feel about this one well i can take it but i was only in for the few last pulls as you know well okay. maybe you don't but i only did like 38 pulls something okay and yeah i end. I don't know if it was everybody in the raid, but since it was a really quick progress, it's like one week only, our Russians are like actually good at it, you know, normally. Like they are better than us at like really, yeah, quick progress, I mean. And yeah, at the end it was like, boys, if you don't kill it now, we won't get walled first. Mm. And yeah, score was a bit, well, he talked about it, yeah. And it was not the same on KJ. Like, we didn't feel the pressure at all on KJ. At least I didn't. I don't know about the others, but yeah. And we had more, like, we were on KJ before, like, we were on the first week, yeah? Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah on Tuesday. Like seven hours. And yeah. yeah, we had some time on it before the Russians. So this time it was not the same. Okay. It was more close. Uh, I can say that the, you can kind of get a, uh, a feel of how good you're doing by looking at the hotfixes. Because oh. on Kill Jaden, for example, once we hit the last phase, 
and we saw the damage that the last phase did and we told them yo this is insane this does a lot of damage and then you see that they nerf it you know that you're the only one that actually went in that phase pretty much yeah like if you see that they hotfix something that you just saw it probably means that okay you're ahead so and we kind of had the same on argus when they increased the enrage but it didn't come instantly after we hit the enrage so wasn't as sure but uh, i think we felt the pressure a bit more yeah because uh, we weren't really mm, how can i say it we're trying to figure out if there is a better way to do this whereas on Kiljaden it was kind of like okay we have the strat we just need to execute it and it's hard to execute so it was a bit different okay feeling. in terms of there being a lot of guilds on the boss i mean that doesn't really provide any additional pressure you know there can be 20 guilds on it but still just purely down to raid hours you know like uh there's only ever going to be like method nexus and may maybe one other guild who are viably competing for the world first spot you know like there can be 20 guilds in it but if they're only playing like five six hours a night you can't like you can't outplay an extra like eight hours a day on the boss it's just not going to happen so and the pressure purely came from exes okay it was different because we only saw method had killed jaden for so long before anyone caught up but on after the first reset that that Tuesday into Wednesday reset on either side. Well, Wednesday, I guess, for, for EU, when you saw, oh, they're on Argus, right? And then, oh, there's like two or three more suddenly on Argus. And the Chinese Guild was streaming it on the, the second day into that progression. So it was different this time. It was definitely different from watching it from a perspective, like a, a, a person outside, like looking at it. I can't think of the, the word all of a sudden, brain fart. But um, they're, okay. I'll take that. Anything else you want to touch on about Argus before we actually watch the kill video, though? Ready to... I mean, it was a good fight. I like the fight. Uh, it was a pretty yeah. fun fight. Okay. I mean, it's also much shorter. This this section of the show, when we get into it in just a moment, uh, on the episode 150, took quite a long time, but I noticed the show. This is a really short boss fight because it ends before your title card at the end here. It's like maybe 10 minutes? A little, a little over? Just about 10 you guys didn't even realize it was gonna. Anyway, um, we're we're teasing bits we're gonna break into in a moment. But I'm gonna babble about a few things. If you're just tuning in, of course, to the show, and let me bring this over here. Of course, I already plugged all of Methods' resources, so make sure you go check those out if you want to watch the raid races as they, of course, evolve and see how Battle for Azeroth changes the raid race, of course. But if you want after shows and BTS podcasts and more of me talking to the guests on the show, of course, when we kick this off again in Legion, uh, from Legion into to battle, when we go back all the spec shows, they'll be a little more organized. They might be more after show oriented, so there'll be little tidbits in those. But those are, of course, located over on the show's Patreon page. You can go check those out. The show notes, of course, will be posted if you like following along with those as well and sort of seeing how the shows are put together. That is linked down below. But if you want to support the show in a more physical sense, then we do have our apparel store, which has a whole bunch of different styles of things. More are coming. I probably have this like, oh boy, there's weird stuff like pillowcases and underwear. So look out for those. But I do commemorative shirts for the world first, right? So Exorcist is right here. And then Method has theirs from the last expansion. Those, we'll be making one for, there's the uh, world first killed Jaden. We're making one for... Argus, but it's not going to be ready until after the new year because my artist is currently on holiday. However, the ones from last expansion, specifically the Hellfire, Citadel, and Blackhand ones, those are going to be retired soon. 
So if you want to show your support for those, they also have Method has their own official apparel they made too. Mine are sort of commemorative nod to them with the little chibis and whatnot. Those are all going to be retired shortly. You can go check those out. Linked also down below the stream. And of course, if you've missed any of the live shows, this one or any of the previous ones, they go up on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, the audio-only versions. Or they all get archived and cut up and put up on YouTube about 24 hours after the live show happens. So you can just watch them right there on the YouTube channel. But speaking of YouTube, let's bring over this video. And are you all synced? I am sitting at 18 seconds. All right, I'm good. 18 seconds. Well, okay. Well. Do you have the? You have it up, Josh. You ready to go? I'm ready. So. Same. Do you have anything you want to preface with? I'll bring it up on screen now. And of course, if anyone wants to follow along in chat, here is the, the YouTube link. You can follow us along about 18 seconds, chat. You can see it on the screen right there. We're going to be pausing and starting and stopping and going up and down and everything which way. So check those out <clears throat> if you want to follow along with us. This was a segment that I brought up with the last show, and it was everyone seemed to enjoy it a lot to get like the inside track, almost like a director's commentary. But Roger, did you want to bring up anything before we start, or are we ready to go? Um, I mean, let's just go. All right, I'm gonna hit That's play. It. I'm gonna hit play in three, two. One play. There's also barely any music in this whole video, too. It was really, really quiet. I didn't know if it was. I guess all of you guys also recorded with no audio in the game, right? On purpose. Mm -hmm. I just don't have audio in the game. Is that just so you could listen to to scribe talk and no one else? Is that is that the the key? No, it's just distracting, and I want to hear my music. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fine then. Yeah. The, the, the fight was a like the entire fight is basically just a huge DPS check. So on the pull, like uh, even though we're three healing, we're basically one healing the first like thirty seconds of it, right? Where the rep paladin uses all their healing cooldowns just to do more damage on the pull, and so does the rest of shaman. So like healers had to do like a lot of healer DPS in this fight, even though we were running three healers and the healing was quite stressed. Oh, you, you mean the the holy paladin and the rest of shaman both were just DPSing on the pull. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I was as well, but they basically just let me heal like the first 30, 40 seconds just on my own. Okay. Which I you're mean, basically. Josh is a streamer as well and needs to look good on the mid <laughs> <so. laughs> They let him do the healing in well, phase that, one. That was, this was the opening show's bad joke about how Josh just single healed the whole fight. So that was the whole point. You also, you did a weird thing when you're moving around the room. You didn't do the typical heroic where you just, you felt like. The, Putting the pie slices in a totally different fashion is that right. because of the rage debuffs no so okay so at the start we tried to do the boss like standing like dragging the boss towards us and then basically just moving the boss backwards towards sure. from you know the back of the room um and we just follow but at some point i was like because we were kind of uh, having bad cone of deaths um so at some point i said okay guys let's just try this I'm probably gonna change the strategy, but let's just try this. Uh, going around in a circle, basically, and baiting the cones, because the cones actually target one of the ranged players. Right. Uh, baiting one of the cones towards the wall in the like 45-ish angle, a degree angle. I don't know how to explain it, but not like directly towards the wall from the boss, not directly back, but you know, as yeah, a little bit 
mostly back and also towards the wall. I don't know. I, I can't explain it more. Uh, and then just going around in a circle and just keep doing the same thing. And it seemed to be working, so we just never changed it because phase one is not really that hard. Okay. Yeah, that's why you hear uh, when uh, in our kill video, uh, Scribe is saying bait, bait, bait. That is basically for the ranged and healers to be baiting the cone of death so that we don't have it uh, in a wrong position and then people get clipped by it. Right. No, for sure. So these debuffs that are, are out right now, these are the rage debuffs. What's the difference between the, the stack versus the spread mechanic? And why do you have one of the stacks with the tank, but the other two with the whole range club? Like, what's the what did you guys figure out with these debuffs? Um, am, I, am I taking this one as well? I, wow. or, or Josh. Well, I mean, the, 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 the range, the range. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. the range guy standing in range, basically. That's it. We just had a range stack and a melee stack because you don't want oh, everyone okay, in melee, okay. like purely because then all the slice that like target random plays, you just have like a billion of them in melee and it'll get really uh, cramped there. So you just have range stand like a little bit range. That's kind of it. There's, okay. there's a weird thing in this phase where depending on how you push phase one, you sometimes get like this timing we have right here where you get the rages and the fears and then the bombs go out later. And if you push phase one at a different timing, the, the timing of that's completely reversed. So like how you play phase one can really affect how this phase plays. Mm -hmm. And the reverse timing is like massively harder. So, you know, it's not, it wasn't a wipe if we got that timing. It was just like a lot harder to play the phase, especially for healers. So that seems weird that a phase transition timing is deterministic by the previous. That's interesting. I don't think many fights do that. Okay. I can explain it. I think the way it was coded is because these debuffs, the rage and the fears, they are not being casted by the boss. As far as I understood it, at least. I might be wrong. But it was Sargeras doing it, these things. And there's this weird thing where, you know, the, the debuffs are always up. And then they drop for like three seconds and then they go up again. That's mm -hmm. how it works. So mm. if you... And they put some like things in the game so that it cannot happen at specific times so you would keep the debuffs longer than you're supposed to before they disappear and then reapply it randomly and stuff yeah so uh, that was the tricky part that the, yeah, once you intermissioned the boss once you transitioned the boss uh it has an internal cooldown that ability but then it cannot happen during the intermission so it like delays itself so it, it got completely messed up. I think it's because it wasn't the boss actually using it. Uh, it was a second boss. Okay. Um, so really weird stuff with that mechanic. I wish that they made it separate completely and that, you know, the timers were specific for phase one and then right. phase two completely separate, like reset everything and go again. Because it was a complete mess. Uh, we didn't even know. Like sometimes we would transition the boss. The boss transitioned 70.5%. The boss would be at 69% and we would still get the mechanic of like phase one before the boss went into the middle. Hmm. Like he would still cast a, a cleave, a, a scythe on the tanks, which he is not supposed to when, when he's intermissioning. Really weird stuff with that. I guess that's the only bug of the fight you can uh, safely say was probably not intended. So we've just entered the quote unquote mythic only phase, even though there's mythic mecha mythic only mechanics the whole time, but we're in the red scythe orb soaking ridiculousness and he heals back up from 40 to 60%. Mm -hmm. So the first footage the community saw of this was all the red scythes 
being ridiculous and hard to dodge, but it looks like you just kind of stand between them and they don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, if well, you like stand it's... in the middle of the room, oh, go, on, go on, Bussy, sorry. Yeah, uh, actually, it's only the uh, half of the room that, like, there is, like, two, like, sequences, I don't know, but it's only the, the half of the sites in first place, then the other half, and, mm. like, Roger was just looking at the other side of the, the room to see where to stand, basically. And as soon as those sites were, like, done, we just moved for the sites in our side. I mean, okay. I don't know if it's clear, but, yeah. Just have to look uh, on the other way of this, uh, the room. And, yeah, right after uh, the first debuff, we have to bait the orbs. We didn't talk about it, but, like, it's put on a player, um, which is not, uh, like, the rages one. Those two melees don't have to be on us, obviously. And yeah, we have to bait it in the bus so we can all DPS it. Okay. Um, yeah, for the, the, the little blades that you're saying, at the start, uh, what we did is I was just like, because we weren't going on the wall. You saw there that we go and dodge them basically on the wall. Right. Um, the initial strategy was just standing in the middle, kind of, and I was looking around to find the safe spot, and then everyone was coming on top of me. And then I would find the second safe spot because they come in waves of two. Like the, half the room blades go, and then five seconds later, the other half blades go. Okay. So you need to find the safe spot for the first wave and then the second wave. The interesting thing is that basically, if, like, if you see where the first blades went through and you see where they cr uh, crossed each other because they leave a little trail on the ground. If you see where they crossed each other, which is up for like 0.5 seconds, yeah, like you need to not blink at that moment, then that spot is a safe spot because the blades from the second wave will never go where the first blades went, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm, so I'm going they... back to like 6.15 to watch that the blades spawn. But right. they, they spawn different places every time you went into this phase, right? Yeah, yeah. It was random where they spawn, but it was always like half the room and then the other half, right? Okay. Uh, and then, as I said, wherever the first blades went, the second blades would go in between those spots, let's say. Does that make sense? So yeah. if you dodged on a specific spot... It's like a, and it's then, a column, it looks like. Yeah, it's a right. column, so half they, the like, room, and then this half They the complete yeah. each other. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how I can say this. Yeah. But in the end, what we did is we just went on the wall, and if you stick on, on top of the wall, uh, if the blade... That you are it's a really simple way to deal with it if the blade is spinning like if it's about to hit then obviously you are you stand in between the two blades you don't want to be on top of a blade that is spinning currently that would be suicide if the blade is not spinning and the other side of the room is spinning then you go on top of the blade that is not spinning hmm. yeah. okay. that's that's the easiest strategy that uh, we, we eventually used um and that's uh, yeah, pretty pretty easy for everyone to understand. Oh, I'm, I sit on the blade. Basically, you sit on the blade unless it's spinning. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we, I, I just replayed a couple times to show the movement that you did for that because it only happens once, but it's that transition that could then just end more people. Right. Okay. Mm. You have to kill the orbs that spawn that you're baiting in the melee, right? Otherwise, they keep growing and growing and growing. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they lose HP by themselves as well over time, but obviously you want to kill them as fast as possible, otherwise they cover the whole room. So right, it's sure. Not, it's not good. Yeah, I'm at 7.15 now to get synced back up here. 
What is what is the soak mechanic? I suppose is that one of the reasons why you had three tanks, or this is the time I'm going to ask about why you three tanked this encounter. So right. the, the little red orbs that are flying around the room, they uh, they spawn whenever the tank gets scythe, basically, and um, those things move towards like a random player. You can't see who they're moving towards. There's not a debuff on them, but they move towards like a random player in the raid. Okay. And they do roughly like six and a half million damage, which for most classes is like a one shot. And then with a bit of versatility, you'll just survive it. But the point is that you don't want them to hit anyone but the assigned soaker. Originally, we used rogues to do this because they would talent elusiveness and then take like 30% less damage and stuff. Sure. But even with rogues like that, they were still dropping off just a little bit too often. It was a bit inconsistent. And the DPS loss we had from the rogues just running around constantly soaking was about the same as a DPS loss, just swapping a DPS to a tank. So that's like... The third tank's job on this fight was literally just to run around the room constantly and protect us from these orbs and the person who wasn't tanking the boss. So we had two tanks basically almost constantly just trying to protect us from those orbs. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching. I, I went back. I'm back up to uh, Just Wait's perspective now, too, because this is the one part I wanted to talk about. I'm going to pause at 7.36 because if you're watching this, okay, they've done two orbs and they've baited, but then... Just Wait has a hero moment because you guys sacrificed the entire raid, which I'm assuming is to avoid another orb spawning because if you're all dead, it can't spawn on a tank. Is that what what happens with Just Wait living by himself for this long and the whole raid's dead? Um, um, okay, you go. Okay, so basically at this moment, we're just dying to like... As you saw, maybe we died from the red debuffs, yeah? So mm -hmm. we are basically skipping them, kinda. Yeah, we don't have to deal with them anymore. And we are also waiting for the sentence, which you can see on Big Wigs. Like, we are waiting for the sentence to be on Just Wait before uh, releasing and, like, just going to the tree. So we don't have, uh, like, usually there is three sentences which is like for the healers the main difficulty in this fight and we want to avoid it avoid it sorry and like the easiest way in at that moment is just we let the sentence go on just wait and we just release so we skip it kind of we don't have three sentences we only have one break and it's kind of easy to heal at this point okay so yeah. that's it this this brings up i'm just gonna go back to like 740 again I don't know what other tank could do this. I'm sure you probably worked around different strats with this this whole point here. But this this part, I'm going to pause at 748 just to expound upon the ridiculousness of the Brewmaster Monk <laughs> all of a sudden again. Because just wait goes up to, I'm playing at 754 now. He goes up to five stacks of the tank debuff all by himself because the raid is dead shortly after this whole part and then you res up he's at three four is that a very conscious decision to put the brewmaster in this place because i don't think you brewmastered any other bosses right um bears yeah, most yeah. of it uh right there? so uh, no just we from the ptr testing that we did the sites monks are pretty much the best class to soak the sites because mm -hmm. They just have a permanent uh, damage reduction because the only way you die from sites or on this boss is by getting one shot, pretty much, unless okay. the healers are healing other people. Uh, but the main reason that tanks die is that once you get into high stacks, you just get one shot. So 
what is the best class to avoid that? Well, Monk, because they stagger every single hit. So it's pretty insane how many hits they can take without getting one shot. Um, so we did plan on having the Monk for the last boss. The Druid was okay as well, but I think if Joss agrees as well, I think the Monk was a more stable target compared to the Druid. The Druid was a bit more wonky and would, uh, you know, if you don't have a CDs, you're just dead. So I had to sure. plan the, every single CD perfectly, whereas the Monk is just like, you know, I just pop my brew, that's it, and I'm good. Okay. Uh, and also, I think the Monk is uh, better for this specific time because it also has a bit more self-healing. Uh, not sure on this, honestly, but I think so. Like every time a scythe happens, he probably used his uh, uh, collect all the orbs ability. Again, I'm not sure. Uh, but... There's a few different things he does. You can watch Just Wait's HP during this. I went back again. Let's go back to like 735 because that's when he really grabs it and moves it over. You can watch his HP during this. Right, but it doesn't really matter until everyone dies, right? Sure, so, of course. Up until that point, I think we also just gave him pain sub, but at the end we stopped doing it. Am I correct? Yeah, he, he didn't need any cooldowns by the very end of the fight. Like initially, we thought this was super sketch, but he figured out how to just survive it with with absolutely no like no no externals, no healing at all. Wow, because he even takes double orbs. The raid's rezzed by then, but he still survives all of Mythic Argus for quite a time by himself. Right. And you can see actually, if you look on the um, on the screen, like on his bars, you can even see next to his like brew that is lighting up all the time. To the left of it is the ability. I don't remember what it's called. Expel harm. Ex Expel harm. Expel harm. Right. And he's just spamming that thing, as far as I can see. Like he's just gathering up all the orbs, just constantly healing. And then obviously, the, his only goal is just to survive until we all res again. So it's only six, seven seconds. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy, but I think he figured it out pretty easily. Like, it wasn't something that we kept wiping on. I don't think we ever had Just Wait Just Die. Uh, yeah, he keeps his, keeps his fort brew up. Every time he gets an orb, he eats it, and then he takes, gets two stack, gets a one stack, eats that, get a, gets a two stack, refreshes his brew, eats him again. Yeah, definitely for sure. Theoretically, if you have like a super geared blood decay or like one of your main tanks is a blood decay, right. then it's best to have them do this because they can AMS and then you get no chains. So the, the we basically the reason we did this, like Bossy said, was to skip two of the chains, but one of them will target the tank. If the one person you have alive can AMS the uh, chains, so it doesn't even apply to them, you mm -hmm. get no chains at this point. We because Naga was a like um wasn't as geared main tank and stuff. We tried it once, but I think he died during that one try, and we just figured that. The benefit wasn't worth it, but it's it's worth noting that if you did have like a geared main tank death knight, it's probably worth them being the person who stays out for the immunity. Okay, I did point out that Naga did get the uh, get Tesalak, of course. Why not? Method privilege to get that sword. But yeah, we're Wait, back what did to he, he got the, the two headed sword from Agrimar, of course. Oh, okay. Why not? But yeah, we're at we're at nine minutes right now, watching Naga run around and the the orbs. Yeah, I can see why right, you right, have to. Hold on. hold on. You wanna. Yeah. Are you at nine minutes? We're at. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're go, at nine minutes. Go exactly at nine minutes and pause. Okay. Yep. Good for you. All right. So pause here. <clears throat> yeah. And what you're gonna see happen is that Naga goes out to collect some orbs, right? Everyone is positioned right behind the boss. All right. <laughs> here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, okay. 
All right. <laughs> so everyone is gathered behind the boss, behind the boss. Skull is taunting the boss. You can see the little bear there in the corner. And he's supposed to die on the next scythe. He even calls it like, just wait, I'm going to die on the next scythe. So just when he's ready to taunt the boss. Now what happens is Skull did not manage to stay alive until that next scythe. So he just dies right before the scythe. And the boss, because Justwit has died before, so he has zero threat, the next guy on threat is Noga. So the boss just turns around 180 and does a scythe that for some reason did not hit us. Like, okay, you can play the video now and look at the scythe. Yeah, look I at the scythe. I, I've rewound a little bit, but here's the scythe you're talking about. That one right there at 903. <laughs> How yeah. did that not? No one took any damage. Look. <laughs> Nothing. I'm on cool. pause. Yeah. No, no, like the thing is that no one even understood what happened. I think only Sko understood what happened because no one said anything. Even Noga didn't realize. We just kept going, you know, like nothing happened. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. By so the way, fun. we skipped something important before that. We can go maybe a bit, like, I don't know. If it's, yeah, it's 8.30, I think. 8.30. I will go back to yeah. 8.30. 8.30. Okay. At that moment, you can see Sargeras' uh, gazes are coming, like in 15 seconds or something. And this wave, which is the third wave, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, it's the third one. Yeah. Uh, on this one, we wanted to use all the immunities. So basically, all the cloaks, ice blocks, uh, turtle, all those things. And I think we had uh, 16 people that could get the... Yeah, 16, 16, 16, yeah, 16. and out of 16 people, there was uh, 10 immunities, if I'm not wrong. So uh, we had a high chance to get only two chains. Like, that's what we needed to have. Like, oh, we, do, do we, we wanted to avoid the three sentences. So we are okay. all pre-immuning the, the sentence, and we are praying to only get two. And if you get one, it's even better, but... Like, the thing is, we just want to avoid the free sentences for the healers. Yeah, I went back That's... to 8.30 to get to see, to watch the immunities yeah. pop off here. Yeah, there's... Oh, they do physical damage, it would seem. Or is that... Yeah, it's physical. Yeah. I mean, this was the this was the entire RNG element of the fight that we talked about earlier, where basically, yeah. because we were only running three healers, if we got three chains, or th there was a bunch of combinations that could kill us, but just any amount of, like, consistently high chains... We just didn't have the healing output to handle it, right? Mm -hmm. So we were kind of just hoping for a pull where the immunity thing worked out, where we consistently got like zero or one chains and stuff, and the fight was easy. As it happens, the the kill wasn't even like an insane RNG pull. It wasn't like some one in a million chance thing. It was a pretty average pull, um, but we just played it quite clean. So right. So what what are the the chains mechanic you're trying to avoid? Because it looks like you get more and more of the Sargeras right. debuffs too, right? Yeah. So the Sargeras debuffs from phase one all the way to phase three, it's just a progression thing, right? Uh, so on the, the very first time you get the debuffs, you get one rage and one fear. I think at least. Well, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it is. And then and then it goes up and you get three debuffs on the next time and then four debuffs and five and six and it keeps going and it, you know, bleeds out to the next phase. Like it doesn't reset every phase. Okay. So the faster you, if you can hit the timing in phase one and the timing in phase two, you can have less debuffs in the last phase. It's kind of a soft and rage thingy. Mm -hmm. It's not that insane. If you get an extra debuff, it's not the end of the world. I mean, instead of 10, you'll have 11. 
who cares in the end. Um, but yeah, that's how that mechanic works. The the chains, if someone doesn't know exactly how it works, is three people get debuff, a debuff. That is a dot. It's quite hard, the dot. And you need to move 35 yards away, I think, or is it 40, uh, to break the chain. I think it's 35. Uh, once it breaks, everyone in the raid gets a 10-second dot, which also hurts a lot. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is, you can... Uh, that, that dot stacks up. So if you break two chains, then you get double the damage on all the raid, right? But again, for 10 seconds. So if you do it perfectly, you, uh, what we ended up doing is a lot of times we would break two chains at the exact same time to take, you know, higher ticking damage, but it's over in 10 seconds instead of dragging it on to 20 seconds duration. Okay. Because then you can stack up all the healing cities, you know, just pops off, and then it becomes quote easy um yeah like uh the um, the main thing was to immune a couple of them because it's fine if you plan raid cities but uh, for specific ones but the immunities had to happen because when you had three debuffs that was a problem you can do a double explosion with all the healer cities but then the third one you don't have anything and it's pretty bad so we wanted to at least immune uh, a few of them, I mean, I can go into way more detail. We had spreadsheets and the odds of, uh, oh, if you have 16 people uh, that can be targeted and uh, nine immunities, what are the odds that we immune at least one? What are the odds that we uh, immune two, three? Right. And then we were like seven grown-ass people uh, sitting on <laughs> on TeamSpeak with a Google Doc in front of us or a, a Google Sheet. <laughs> yeah. And we were trying to see, like, how do we do this? Like, what is the math? And we were, you know, blowing the dust of our textbooks from high school. Like, how do you find this probability? And in the end, we had to actually outsource the math because we we're too stupid. Um, shout out to our boy. What was it, Jason? Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. Jordan. Thank you so much for the world first. It was a great help that we needed. Now, there... but basically, we had the formulas down. And then we saw what is the best odds to achieve our desired goal. Okay. How you want to spread the immunities. And in the, in the end, I think we went for nine immunities on the third chains and four immunities on the fourth chains. And the goal was to immune two of them. So only get one on the third chains and immune at least one of them on the fourth chains. So we got only two. Do you think this... Uh, I haven't paused at the end here because I want to bring up another question too. And I went back to us. Do you think that this will be, uh, or I haven't watched, I need to watch the kill videos that are like the 10th, 11th, 12th to see if they're also three healing, if not, they just did four. Because if you just four heal as you get more gear on the DPS and probably still three tank to control all the madness, would that make a lot of that immune shenanigans not a thing? Because you're just, you'll be able to handle the chain debuff the popping and the rage and uh, kind of stuff. will that be is that what's going to happen soon josh do you think well, or in interestingly in the first five kills that happened we saw every comp we saw two tank three heal two tank four heal three tank three heal and three tank four heal so like every single top five guild had a oh. completely different approach to the fight like i was actually really interested in it like um so people people did three tank four heal already and i mean every extra lockout of gear will make the fight a lot lot easier in terms of that I honestly don't know what's better because the thing is, if you bring four healers, you're also generally the fourth healer you'll bring is like a Restor Druid or a Mistweaver Monk or something. 
and they don't have an immunity. So by bringing a fourth healer, you're reducing the average number of immunities you have, which means that you take higher damage on average in phase three and stuff. And I mean, immunities are just insanely strong. Like, I, I think I'd rather have another Frost Mage over a fourth healer. Like, no matter what the gear was, I'd rather just bring another Frost Mage because they could double immune or a rogue or something over a fourth healer. I think that's more valuable in phase three. And phase one and two are like easily three healed. That's not a problem. Well, yeah, I, I don't. I honestly don't know what the, like predominant tactic will become. I don't know what most guilds will go with like in a few weeks. Um, but yeah, I, like even in the top five kills, like every single comp has been represented. So interesting. I didn't dive in that much. I didn't do all of my research. But okay, that's. So you're saying that there were guilds that two tanked it when we three tanked it. So our tanks are bad, but our healers <laughs> three healed it when others had to four heal. So exactly. our healers yeah. are. Good. Is that hmm. what you're saying, man? Don't propagate any of the Both? tank madness right now, Roger. That's been following the method around for a long time. Both the tanks are officers, so I'm not going to BM either of those. The yeah. tanks weren't the problem. The tanks were sick, dude. Tanks carried us on that fight 100%. Don't kick me. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. I want to bring up one more thing, though, too. I saw the chat doing it as well. But... Uh, um, why does Scribe have multiple of the same meters? I'm just wait. What? I'm just curious. Well, I mean, he has. I mean, he has. I guess he has all of them. So he has enemy damage taken, uh, damage taken by spells, deaths, something else in the I middle. Know. Damage the done. I'm, oh. looking at, I'm just looking at Scribe's UI because he's yeah. <laughs> well, let me bring up the cockpit real quick. Oh, the cockpit? Is that what you guys call it? <laughs> I like that. I like that. I mean... That's good. <clears throat> holy shit. What is going on in here? Baby Jesus. <laughs> and I, why it's... does... Okay, okay. First triggering point. Look at the far right. The note. It is not locked. It's not locked! Oh my oh! god, dude. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Fix that ASAP, please. I cannot watch like that. I, this is triggering me real hard. Oh, no. I didn't notice that until just you said... Oh, no. <sighs> I change it all the time, man. <laughs> That's what he says in chat. But, but uh... to his defense, it used to be way worse. It used to be way worse. Wait, and... it could... Hold on. We need photo evidence of the whole... <laughs> oh, oh! Like you see the left side, you see all those buffs that he's tracking, uh, the CDs that he's tracking. Sure. Those I think used to be like double or triple the size and double the amount. Like he was tracking way more stuff. I'm not like I don't remember exactly, but I think he was tracking way more. It was covering a lot more of his screen. <laughs> I'm not sure, but yeah, the the yeah, things at the bottom. I guess he like once you give up on the bottom, like. <laughs> off your screen once you give yeah. up you just put stuff in there just you know so that there's it's not just black you just sure. put their things just for the heck of it i mean i i'm not gonna pick on scribe too much here because i don't want to point out that even in all of this complete clown fiesta as the raid leader he, he was second in damage just pointing that out obviously loses to a warrior's execute because he's an execute phase for so damn long obviously anyone should lose to a warrior but was he second though i just a UI bug. Oh, wait, what? Uh, what? <laughs> Statement? Nah, <laughs> now, nah, okay, so there was he a couple was. of he. There was a couple of uh, bugs, let's say, with the damage meters. Sure. 
Um, so first of all, a lot of people use Skara and I think Skara in phase three, because everyone dies in the intermission, it assumes that you died, you wiped, and it starts a new, like a new parse, whatever right. you call that. So a lot of points of use have only phase three damage. Yes. So that's the first uh, thing. And another thing, which was a bit, uh, you know, helping specific people in the raid climb the ladder was that uh, the modules, the red orbs that you had to kill, uh, they didn't actually die, which is really great because my murder of crows resets if the target dies while I have the dot on it and it did not reset. Okay. And um, what happened was because those modules don't die, the dots keep ticking. So Shadow Priest dots kept ticking, even though like it did damage to a dead target. So uh, yeah, the, the damage meter is not as accurate as it is on the on the Warcraft logs, which actually checks. Scribe the linked a old UI screenshot too, if you want to get more triggered. I'm gonna bring up the first fact here that gets <laughs> me right off the bat that, that, that his his damage meter, healing meter bars weren't a flat minimalistic style. They're like the the gradiented ones, which is just like. Ugh. But that's fine. But yeah, look at all the stuff he's tracking. He even has like his raid member thing open, but it's underneath. Scribe, what are you doing? What is this? <laughs> like, having actually, that thing yeah. open triggers me so much, actually. Why, though? Why? More, more pa yeah, this is during HFC. This is all, I mean, what is... Well, I, at his... least the note is locked this time. The note is locked. The note yeah. is locked. Please. <laughs> I didn't have ready check bound until this tier. Oof. Oof. It was a hard transition. Hang on, I gotta, I gotta put chat. With him. I have to put chat on screen right now over Roger's face just to make sure we have that oh. on that. Just to make sure this is in the VOD. So there, there's, there he is. Wait, over here. Oh. Oh. I have to, I have to make sure that the YouTube video because I don't have chat on screen right now. But here, just to make sure you can see it. <laughs> There we go. You're back, Raj. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, overall, overall, the There's fight looks. The, of the damage meter, the actual damage meter. Is there a I screenshot of the damage that. meter? Really? Oh, is there? This is the. Oh, it's from your logs. So that's the actual damage meter at the end. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so still, he's still third. All right. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Wow, yeah. he's pretty good. He wow. did say on his, he had a, a video uh, made for, you know, how to raid lead or something. Okay. Uh, and he did say that at certain points, the raid leader needs to do some dips to show the people where he stands, yeah? Like, oh. show them who, who's the boss here. So he stepped out his DPS for at least one boss this tier. It's pretty good. I can see that mentality being a thing if your raid leader is a DPS. A lot of raid leaders are tanks, so they don't have to really worry about that, quote-unquote, too much. But I get it. If your raid leader is a DPS, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, and everyone's yeah. going to wonder about the legitimacy of this screenshot, considering it doesn't have the name and the, uh, the timestamp on it. Of course, but... Okay. I mean, no. <laughs> why would I lie? Yeah, I know. It's I fair. can find one where I'm top DPS if you want. Yeah, if Roger uh, was going to lie, he'd at least put himself in a good position. <laughs> he would have just name changed and icon changed himself and, and Jinji. Just flopped them. 
Just don't change the bars. Yeah, of course. I get it. Yeah. I like that. But that is the whole segment. Is there anything else you wanted to go over on the kill video before we take some questions from chat and wrap this all up? Or because my, my closing uh, yeah. point. I, I, yeah, go for it. Go I can say it. something. I can say something. So do it. One sec. Okay. Someone joined my TeamSpeak channel. It was awkward. Uh, so <laughs> it was actually dingy. So the one thing that Blizzard said for this tier was, oh, too much soaking mechanics. Mm -hmm. We're going to nerf. We're not going to have so many soaking mechanics for Argus or for Antorus. Sorry. So, you know, rogues are not going to be that insane. And then what, what ends up happening, literally immunities is the only thing you want for Argus. Like, how do they manage going from like, oh, you need five rogues to you need to have an immunity or be absolutely essential to the fight or you're out? I don't know. Like, this was a complete fail, in my opinion. Um, mm. Probably they did not expect us to pre-immune those debuffs, but it ended up being... The, the only thing, the only hard thing about that, way, that fight, immuning those shackles. Like, that's it. Hmm. So, quite disappointing that if you didn't have an immunity, you were out. Some people were benched because of that. Unfortunate, but... Yeah. That's... Sending my love to the, the bench. I don't... I don't think they plan for mechanics like that to be preemptively immuned. Because they can always, as you saw specifically, right, with a lot of guilds that get stuck on Iminar, and I did for two nights before we did the Demon Hunter cheese, where even if you bop and netherwalk through all the mines, you still get the debuff. So right when you're done getting 14 stacks of red mines, you're still dead, right? They, so they, you can be immune part of the effect. Obviously, the ray will take all the damage from the trip wires, et cetera, et cetera. But a lot of mechanics, you can immune parts of them, like immune the damage of X, but you still get the debuff from Y. Pre-immuning an ability, I almost feel like that's going to be a thing they notice now. goes, oh, if they're immune when it's cast, it won't target them. In before, mm -hmm. in battle, you'll still get the debuff but you'll be immune during the immunity, but it still is on that mage or is on that rogue because they are yeah. finding ways so you guys stop doing this stuff to you know break fights wide open, essentially, and skip mechanics. Because it's always the joke, too, with method. Dying or battle rising as a resource. You know, who doesn't use Ankh totems now for, you know, who didn't at the end for mythic kill Jaden? Who doesn't use, oh, the tank gets a debuff, uh, he dies, battle rising, right? Like that's the thing that you that almost the top guilds have made a thing that has trickled down throughout all rating, right? Yeah, and I think the only way to solve this problem is mm -hmm. just to remove all the immunities from PVE. I, I honestly think so. <sighs> well, it's they... gonna be it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen next expansion again. There's gonna be a mechanic where yeah. oh, you, you need the cloaks, you need the turtles, you need mm -hmm. something. They just need to remove all of them, put them in PvP if you want to, but really, if they don't want to have these kind of fiascos and people crying and being for being benched because yeah. their class doesn't have an immunity, just remove them all. I mean, honestly, it's just used for cheesing stuff anyways, or not moving out of uh, lava. I don't know. It is a weird one, because it continuously... I mean, I again, you're talking to an enhancement shaman. My, I have a 30-minute immunity. That's pretty good, right? Right, Ian? Yeah. Right, Ian? Um... <laughs> They've already you buff talked. The red paladin as well. For oh, I do. Seconds. I do buff the red paladin. Why do you think he was so high on the meter? <laughs> wow. No, I mean literally. That's the, no, it's not the M. It's the tanks dying, 
the tanks were dying on CD, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's but good. Any, any, I mean, that, that's at least we're not in the realm of MOP where everyone had a raid cooldown and everyone had triage and everyone had this and that because that was just a totally different time. I didn't do shows like this back then to dive into how the game has changed, but I think that's going to be a downsizing of personal defensives for sure in Battle for Azeroth. We can definitely look forward to that. But I mean, from healers, the balance is just ridiculous. Like, there's literally sure. there's three healers that are god tier, and there's three healers that bring nothing to your raid. And uh, the fact they haven't fixed that at this stage is ridiculous. I think. Zerips was useful. No, like, resto druid, like yeah, you know what I mean. I, like yeah, I mean that's that's a good example. We had to like well, our healing our healing officer who like I'm happy to admit played the fight much better than I did had to be benched because. But we couldn't kill Agrimar without him. Now yeah. you're saying it's a bad class. But, I know. I'm, I'm saying that. Understand... What? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Like healing balance is completely ridiculous right now, and it it kind of goes unnoticed because they generally don't make fights that are hard on healing. You know. It's, right. it's only like the past two tiers that they've done that recently. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's three things have all the utility and all the cooldowns and all of everything, and then the other three just have nothing else. It's ridiculous. Okay. But do you have any shout outs that you want to end with? You already have a couple. We already picked on Skype quite a bit. We've got Fs in chats right now for Xerips. Here, let me put that over Roger's face just to make sure we're good to go. No, not again. Yeah, just to make sure YouTube sees the. Yeah, there you go. That's fine. But um, any shout-outs to any pro plays or terrible fumbles during progress? Overall, anything. Anything you want to, to bring up over the course well, of the whole raid? I'm sorry <laughs> for benching people in the end, I guess. Like, deep shades. Sorry, mate. But, yeah. I only got in because of the immunities. And, yeah, I think they deserve it uh, as much as I do. And it's terrible for them. Doing all the pulls not to get in in the end. Sorry, boys. You played well. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, shout out Deserved to all it. our bench people. Couldn't have done it without you. Those <laughs> heroic splits would not have been filled without you. We appreciate your help a lot. <laughs> 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 nah, but I mean, I just said it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's not their fault. Mostly. Uh, Damn. Yeah. Damn. Confirmed, benched. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Outside of uh, outside of the the limit healer ddosing madness, I don't think any other crazy drama came up out of this raid. So we're almost at a tier because Legion started off real bad. Wait, 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 wait. wait. What drama? Didn't you see the ddos thing with limit and stuff? Well, that's what I said. Outside of that. Oh, outside of that. Okay. Outside of that, there was nothing else that I picked up on versus like the Helia exploits and bans or the or the Nighthold bans, right? Like there's none of that happening outside of just that one little so maybe we might Well, Deepsid was losing internet and then suddenly Noga came in the raid instead, so <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, for, for, one, for one day actually my connection was completely went down i had to like restart every 10 minutes so that was that was a bit sketchy and that was just as we started three healing actually now that i think about it we did start three healing and then i started having connection problems like no joke Serious? Serious? <laughs> <laughs> i like that 
All right, chat, if you have any questions, toss them up in chat now. I had a few of them, but they're just trolly ones. So while chat catches up, but um, so... Uh, only serious questions, please. Okay, so then does Method provide funding for bed attire for Method Raiders after a certain time period? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, because there are, there are chairs for a certain tenure in method but is there a fund yeah. for for bed attire pillowcases sheets blankets etc is that is, I mean, that, is that in the contract I'm somewhere I'm, I'm all set i mean if someone else needs i mean i think josh is looking at his bed right now he's thinking what's the word for the things you put over your quilt i don't have those on right now i don't know over your what? Yeah, what? what's the things for? Is that what bed sheets are? What you put over your quilt? Uh, I'm I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Quilt. Yeah, like your quilt. You know? Do you know what I mean? Forget it. Forget it. Done. All right. Whatever. There's so many. Like as the filthy American in here, I'm just like, first off, a quilt. Second off, you put something over that. The quilt is what it is. Duvet. Oh, I, a no, duvet. No, yeah. A duvet. No, 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 no. Like maybe bed sheets. Uh, forget it. I'm, I'm what is he saying? I don't know. I gotta put again. I'm gonna squish Roger for chat again, just to make sure oh, that my. this gets seen. I don't know what's. It's just because you're British, Josh. I guess it's just you're. I, I don't have those. And method, yeah, whatever. Method a, ones. Or a comforter. Yeah. People want to know why you backpedaled in the kill video, Roger, but... Why not? Why not? Exactly. <laughs> That's it, basically. Why not? Like, okay. What is wrong with that, actually? I, it, they're, they're correct. I did lose a lot of DPS. Uh, as a BM hunter, backpedaling is really bad because... There is no because. You, don't, you lose no damage. Why wouldn't I backpedal? <laughs> <sighs> Okay, there it is. There it is. What do you think or feel are the best boss or bosses of Legion entirely uh, from different standpoints? Like, what do you, Vosi, what is, what is your favorites to, to DPS overall? What's your, like, top one or two? Well, it's a bit complicated because I did, like, half progress with From Scratch and the last two progress with uh, Method, so... Mm. Well, uh oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Josh just left. We lost. He's getting DDoS. We lost. Josh. Yeah, he's back. Zero. Uh, okay, get it, Josh. Uh, you don't want to hear me. It's fine, mate. Like, no, just tell it. Yeah. Terribly sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Wow. Um. So I would say maybe Kiljaden is like the most enjoyable one since I played on it and mm -hmm. I didn't really see Elgus, so couldn't be like one of my favorite fights. So with my method progress, I mean, and with from scratch. Um, yeah, I don't know if you know it, but we did something quite um, risky and we lost on it on Helia. Maybe yes, you did. You heard about it? Yes. Yeah. It's quite possible. So I think it's like the one that I will remember uh, in the end. It's the like the most funny one. I don't know. So Helia and KJ for me. So that's it. Josh, how about from a healing perspective then? Star Ogre by far. I really like Star Ogre. I don't know. That's Star Ogre and Argus, I guess, were my two favorite fights. Both they just both have these like really insane last phases, and I think that's like a lot of fun as a healer. 
All right. What about you, I Roger? I thought Star Wars was the coolest. Um, for me, yeah, I've thought about it recently, and it was definitely Avatar, Elisand. Hmm. Like, those two bosses I really liked because of the mechanics. Avatar, the fact that the HP that you do in Phase 1 continues in Phase 2. Right. Like, I've never seen that before. Um, Elisand, again, if you push it fast enough, you get less mechanics in the next phases. I really liked how those two... <clears throat> bosses interacted with each other and i mean helia was just breathtaking uh, probably my favorite boss i'll agree with you on that one i've said mythic helia over and over again the first kill first and then repeat kill because you can't go back and do it again now you just destroy her but yeah mythic helia was was pretty spot on for a mythic boss it was really really good yeah so that kind of goes on that one. Yeah, so the small red orb mechanic on Argus is from Mythic. That's why they had the three tanks to help corral them. Oh, I mean, why were your rogues all assassin? No sub or outlaw? Just a... <sighs> rogues. <laughs> There's always rogues questions every single raid. No, no, it's the problem that the rogues, they didn't know what, what freaking spec they will play. Ah. Any, any relic that dropped? I oh, need... Need and what spec uh, for outlaw? It's good and uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I need it for Asa as well. It's a five I level upgrade. So. <laughs> they, literally any any relic that dropped and they could use just, just need. It. Like, wow. Well, they talked a lot about uh, outlaw actually, and they didn't. They didn't even try even it. play it or try it at wow. all. Like never. <laughs> it was not an option apparently. I don't know when. Uh, but basically, <laughs> in the end, I think the reason they played Asa is for the execute. Um, because mm. in the end, okay, quick, like, small, like, uh, parenthesis here. Uh, for our strategy, at the start, we struggled and we wanted to hit, to, to transition phase one and phase two as quickly as possible to uh, have as much time as possible in the last phase for the enrage timer. But after, especially after the HP nerf, we decided to, okay, we're not going to play the fifth chains. Okay, because we're going to wipe at them probably anyways. So instead, we're going to transition a bit slower in phase one and phase two. And we will just have everyone play execute pretty much and just destroy the boss in the last phase quickly. Hmm. And then rage was not as big of an issue anymore because we went down to three healers. So that's why the rogues all went assassination pretty much. It was pretty good overall anyways as a spec. Okay. Um, but it was mainly for the extra damage in the last phase. Same with a lot of people. A lot of people went execute uh, because of that. Okay. It didn't. It wasn't as because of the immunity switching. That's why you only had one warrior. Because you talk about execute stuff, and that was a that was a thing we brought on the show for for Mythic Gul'dan back then. Because that was like the four or five warriors for exorcists or something ridiculous. Just going ham egg and cheese sandwiches on Illidan at the end. So, but times have changed. A raid and a half later. So, but times do change. Yeah. Uh, warriors, yeah, it was, I mean, they were really good for one thing. Damage, of course. Mm -hmm. Okay, one and a half thing. And damage specifically on the orbs in the last phase. The oh. Revis was topping the meter on them, uh, like almost doubling the damage of the second guy. So, okay. they were really good for that. But Sounds I don't know good. that, I mean, no immunity. Like, yeah, it's a problem. I wonder how... Because it's going to be very different when I get there after the holiday period and we catch up a little bit. We're on, we almost killed King Garoth last night, but holidays, so no raiding for like, what, we're losing two raid days coming up? But um, 
I wonder how the fight's going to change because it's not going to be nerfed anywhere near the same as Mythic Kill Jaden because we... I almost killed it before the HP nerf and then HP nerf went on on Tuesday. So that just felt bad. But that fight had so many, like four rounds of nerfs and changes and soaks removed and this and that other thing. HP damage. But Argus looks like, and what you brought out earlier, just the slow roll of the Paragon Trinket system will mm -hmm. be what nerfs Argus. So, but I wonder how we'll worry about, like, are we going to stack immunities or not? We can't really. We'll have to see how kill videos look without what Method did. So... It's always a different one, but I don't think this fight's going to be that different. I mean, outside of the what Josh brought up, too, with the different healer and tank back and forth. I but... think the only thing that they might nerf, sorry, and then you can go. Yeah, go the go only for thing it. they might nerf is the orbs that we had the third DK, the third tank soak. Oh. They might do a slight nerf to their damage because of that. I mean, as again, you can do it with two tanks that we've seen, but it's going to be a problem for a lot of people mm. by nerfing it 20%. The damage it does it will not one-shot people it will be a lot more manageable okay i don't see any other i think we'll take one more let's see well it was a question that i had that i saw in chat a few times but we've sort of gone over <sighs> yeah i don't know i don't think it's a good enough one do you have i mean i just lots of oh, one good question hit us up yeah one good one that's what we're looking for right now we did the mythic bosses. Oh, in World of Warcraft as a whole? Hmm. That's always a contentious point to compare bosses now to previous expansions. I'm not sure. Oh. Yeah, we want a good one. That's not a good one. Will we see method in classic World of Warcraft? Mm, you you got a question for you, Roger. You got to read classic WoW, Roger? I mean, I've done it once. I'll do it again. Easy. Gross. Gross. I'll uh, call uh, my boy Kungen, and then oh. we'll go smash some bosses. That's it. Hmm. I don't know about that. No, I'm actually uh, probably going to play it if the timing is good. If oh, there's no actual progression going on. Fair enough. That's fine. Oh, even Dari says, my only questions are trolly, to be honest. Wow. Yeah, world first classic. Here it comes. Yeah. We talked about the streaming stuff earlier. I guess that's one. Yeah, I mean, what is what is your plan now? What does Method do at the end of an expansion now? Like, what's what's the... What are you going to be doing until Battle comes out? Well, until, I guess, Beta starts, because they'll probably have raid testing for that. And that raid that we test will be like Nighthole, where it's a year out, and we get to it, and I have to change everything again. But what is the... What is the what's it going to look like that pushes so hard for two weeks, and then now you're done? Like that, I guess. Josh, you can take that one. Come on, I, I just like that. I, I felt, I felt lost. Like the the morning after we killed Argus, I woke up and I'm like, "What do I do now?" I actually have no <laughs> idea. I was, yeah. I was a little bit confused to be honest. Uh, well, so I guess my, uh, yeah. go on, see. Yeah, for my part, I'm actually progressing with another guild right now. So it's not about method, obviously, but uh, yeah, I'm playing with French friends, like. I'm not like, there's videos and shit now, so I'm not like really helping them on strategy or whatever. Mm. So it's not a big deal that I'm in, but I just want to play. I just want to play, so I just yeah, transferred one character on French server and I'm playing with another guild. Since we're going to do only one raid each week with Method, and the whole, like, the whole week has to be filled up with 
something else. So yeah, I just want to play. Actually, just want to play the game. That's it. Well, I'm personally considering uh, joining the army uh, soon, but we'll see. Probably not, but that's oh. an option. Yeah, do my mandatory nine month uh, thingy uh, that you need to do in Greece. Oh yeah. Since there's nothing to do in Ridley now, but we'll see. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Josh? I mean, I saved Azeroth. I can save Greece as well. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bumper sticker right there. It's nice. I like that. Yep. Wow. <sighs> Do you want to? And what are you? What are you up to then, Josh? I don't know if it was mentioned. I stream, by the way. So I'll probably. Oh. Just, I don't know. I'll like. Uh... <laughs> All right, just, we're, just play the game generally, I guess. It's not really much to do. We're, we're at that point in the show right now. I know you have some uh, shout-outs that Method needs to uh, want to throw out there, out into the open there, Roger. I mean, want you to thank before I put the, the button and then play the music out. I think we're at that point in the show. Anyone to thank? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. I mean, everyone in the guild, thank you for um, playing with me. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, I don't know. This, I mean, this is this is the time that I, I would throw it to to Scott, and he would have like two minutes of I oh, say all of this. I don't. Oh, I guess yeah. so. Okay. Thank you to I Jinx to and Twitch, and uh, thank you to the B team, uh, my Twitch subscribers. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm a streamer, by the way. And uh, <laughs> thank you to the, the officers in Method who sat for hours and hours doing spreadsheets for the heroic splits and the you know all the conditional formatting uh, yeah and uh, thank you to me mm. for being able to do Argus swoops for three months straight congratulations that sounds so bad gross well I, we're at that time I don't know what else to yeah yeah method duvets in 2018 you heard it here first I'll hit this button over here and and wind us out Thank you very much for tuning in to episode number 160 of Final Boss TV, the Method World First. Done a couple of these. We'll see how the raid race shakes down in Battle for Azeroth, or if there's some like filler raid they just drop in because Ian doesn't know when to stop. But again, if you've missed part of the show, check it out on YouTube or iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music for the audio-only versions around the table. Real quick again, we had Vosi, who's a streamer, by the way, over at VOCI on twitch.tv. Thank you for your time on the show today, sir. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Do you have anything you want to shout out like Roger did? Or maybe? Well, yeah. Thanks Go for it. Uh, yeah, I just thanks all the people that are on the bench that are, that are not like crazy mad on me. Uh, mad at me. That's how we say it. And yeah, basically, thanks for the like, time I've spent with people in Method since I'm in. Uh, quite cool guild to be honest don't tell Scott that don't tell Scott Josh also Twitch stream method Josh now not whatever the hell it used to be you told me you were like you should work on your branding and I did, I did. even though I still have to like copy and paste your Twitter because I don't know how to spell it but thank you yeah, for thanks, thanks, thanks. Again, Josh thanks for having me back dude and uh yeah, i guess shout out to yeah method again i don't know it's a really good guild had a lot of fun here this expansion um co-healers especially like uh healer chat's pretty good banter and yeah it's just been a good end to the expansion excellent and then there's roger on the show for his 17th time also at roger yeah. brown not his real name 
But thanks for coming on the show again, Roger. Appreciate your time as always, man. Thank you so much for having me. And also a special thank you to my fridge, which kept me hydrated and energized throughout the whole of progression. Thank it, you so much. It's, it is, by the way, because someone asked a uh, Hitachi. <laughs> well, it's, it's mirrored on the screen, but yeah. Oh, really? Uh, Why lucky. does it? Hold on. It opens. Wouldn't it be better if it opened the other? I mean, you can't. Well, I don't know. Well, I can't just reconstruct God. the fridge, I, can I? Not? <laughs> I, it's, I was expecting it to open. Whatever. I don't know how to deal with you right now, Roger. Every, every, <laughs> I am not sponsored by Hitachi, by the way. Just, yeah. just letting that out, you know? Wow. Would, Someone yeah. just asked. Yeah, I mean, if Hitachi is watching. No, uh, no, no. Stop at you. Technically, I will bring this up. Whoa, I can't do it. Where is it? This episode was in part brought to you by Daily Harvest. You can check the link down below to get half off your first order or three cups free of, of soups, smoothies, overnight oats. Mostly smoothies though, real talk. You can go check that link out down below or in the video description box if you'd like. But again, there'll be no new shows until 2018, January 7th, possibly, depending on when Battle for Azeroth happens, if we're gonna do recaps or whatnot. So check those out if you like or the past shows go get the the state of Antorus episode that was pretty good or the end of year special or the channel updates those are all right there but trusting a seal of artifact power finish grinding up to 75 on all your alts or not i don't know i'm getting my elemental weapon to 75 soon because i have to go ranged for coven gross but until next week everybody have a safe and happy holidays across the world be safe on New Year's. Don't do anything that, that these knuckleheads wouldn't do. And until next week, everybody, or January. <gasps> bye! Oh, bye, bye. Wave. Bye. Bye, nice people. Wave, bye. Happy holidays. Yeah. See ya. Bye, guys.